swagger, okay? Regardless of what happens out there, doesn't matter. Keep your swagger. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Five Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. We're your host today, TJ, Zach, and Raj. Hey there. Hey, hey, hey. So today, we're going to do like a midweek focus episode. We're just going to talk, you know, the days between now and our next episode. We're going to do a real like micro view. So usually with a week preview, it's like a macro look at everything. But we're going to take everything to a closer focus here. So let's start with the injuries. Biggest one is that Nikolai Ehlers out for the season. Now, what's happened in Winnipeg since is I think Appleton and Cop are on either side of Shifley on the top line. They still have Dubois, Stasny, and Kyle Connor as the second line. Mark Shifley's been having a rough go about it for the last couple of days, and now he's got uh last couple of games at least, but now he's got Appleton and he's got Cop on his wings. What do you think happens to Shifley? Are they gonna juggle stuff around? I mean, Winnipeg in general just has has had some rough rough couple of days. Yeah, they have, and I heard uh, Maurice was disciplining Shifley a little bit too last game and sat him down for a few minutes. They were kind of overblowing it on the radio when I checked. He still played 17 minutes, which for most normal humans is a lot, but he normally plays like 21, so it is. he got benched for a bit. But yeah, Winnipeg's not, not gelling at the moment. Dude, Hellebuck. Hellebuck's been screwing a lot of people. Um. Zach, you're a hell of a... Oh, oh has yeah. he? Oh, has he? So what he? are you doing? Are you... <laughs> has, he, has he now? Have you noticed? Uh, personal experience here. Um, are you holding on? Or are you cutting bait this late into the to the playoffs? There's a lot of stir in the Discord that people are, are dropping heli to, to go on like, you know, Mike Smith or somebody of that caliber. Uh, you uh... you got to have faith. You have to think that Hellebuck, you, yeah, you have to think that Hellebuck is still Hellebuck, but man, he's, he, he has been so bad. Dude, he hasn't won a game since, what, the 15th of this month. Let me check. Horrible. Uh, since then, he has, uh, what, a 759 yeah, average. He's a 759 between the last four games. That's crazy. No, a shutout against Montreal. Since then, he's had an 879. He's won 3-0. Man, what a time to shit the bed. But, I mean, it's Connor Hellebuck. He's got to be okay. Well, make right? that 1-4-0 because they're going to lose this game yeah. tonight. Yeah, it doesn't look great. And he's going to get that loss. Man. Damn. He has been so bad lately. Yeah, the Oilers just running up and down him right now. Nice. And, and, what, and what sucks is I've been just living and feasting off of goalies this entire year. And then goalies like really helped do me in at the very end. You live and die by the sword. In all honesty, though, you got to think that, okay, Winnipeg is, they're a good team. Hellebuck, you know, is a good goalie. Obviously, this is a bad, you know, bad stretch for him and a bad time to own him. But he's a keeper for some people. I mean, I don't know if I would suggest it, but he is definitely a keeper in, in some leagues. So if you just drop him now, if it's just a straight up redraft league and he's not doing it for you right now, then I, I'm not to you can talk me into it. You can give me reasons why. And I'm sure and I'm certainly going to say, yeah, I understand that. 
Um, but no, I personally wouldn't drop him. I, I would, you know, hold on to him right now. But man, he is getting whooped up on as of late. Consistently too. Would you would you drop him for Braden Holtby right now? No, I don't trust Holtby. No. As far as I can shave him. Nine thirty five, three wins. And you're not going to be able to shave him. <laughs> you can't, you can't shave him. I understand where you're coming from. So Nikolai Ehlers out for the season. That's less goal support for Connor Hellebuck. Things um, looking a little more bleak going into this, you know, semifinals, championship week, whatever you guys are in. It's it's crunch time, man. If you're in a championship week and just can't afford the headaches, like, you know, it is possible to overdose on ibuprofen if you take too much. And, and Hellebuck could lead you there. So, you know, if you're one of those folks that just doesn't want to doesn't want to hang on and maybe there is you know some somebody that's worthwhile on the waiver wire go for it but uh i want to talk about nikolai ehlers and what we can do to soften the blow of anybody that's that's lost him well obviously we all love uh ely tolvanen um but i mean burkovsky was as i recall my pick for this week um and he's been on a heater um i i like burkovsky in a big way here um and then Sam Bennett, obviously, I love too. He just isn't slowing down. No, he hasn't. What in the world? Yeah. No, I'm glad you brought up Andre Burakovsky, like a closer look at him, because there is news. Mikko Randon, he's not going to be ready for Wednesday. They're they're eyeballing Friday for a return from him. So we have a little bit more runway with Andre Burakovsky, top line, top power play. We're going to get at least one more game out of him. You know, again, this week, it's going to be great. You know, we talked the other day about... Um, I wanted to bring something up. So when that happens, that's obviously going to bump Burkowski back down to the second line where where he rightfully belongs. Don't get me wrong. He where he rightfully belongs. There. And he was viable even there. But we talked just the other day about Kadri being, you know, damn near invisible. Uh, the last game, the last, you know, two, three games. He's down. He's down on the third line now. Mm-hmm. Tyson Yost is supplanted him on the on the second line. You said it almost jokingly in the, bottom in the last six. episode too. You guys were like, "Yeah, bring Yost up to the to the second line," and it sounded like you were joking, but they went ahead. And did well, it. no, man, I was talking about Yost's five game point streak last episode. He's been he's been looking great. Eye test his uh, he passed that eye test. Um, it's the best. It's the best test of all. Don't uh, don't shit on the eye test. So John Klingberg was a game-time decision. He did not play Alex Ovechkin day-to-day in 16 years. Alex Ovechkin's only missed 17 games Jesus due to injury. Um, I don't know if uh, if this is going to be one of those days, but it very well could be. He is getting older, all that kind of stuff. You know, I've been asked a few times because there's like weekly lock leagues out there, but I do, if it's a 50-50, the 51-49, it leans in the way that he'll play. Shane Gostisbehere out seven to ten days with an MCL strain. Provorov took over power play one. Antti Ranta is day to day with, of course he fucking is. <laughs> Jonas Corpusalo day to day lower body injury. Thomas Nosek day to day undisclosed. That's a bummer. Uh, Tomas Tatar he played tonight. I had him down as day to day, but he's playing on a line with Cole Caulfield, and this is something I want to talk about. Now Cole Caulfield, yay! Top line, top power play, and because it's no, Montreal, that doesn't matter. Because the power plays are even, all the lines are pretty much even. But I want to know what you guys think, because uh, when when this Cole Caulfield stuff started popping up, we were like, you know, there were there were certain fantasy podcasts out there that, uh, you know, you could say 
on ice. But uh, they said go out and pick him up right now. If you did that, you've wasted like a week and a half with Cole Caulfield. But now he's actually playing in the NHL. I want to know what you guys think is the play here. Tonight he had four shots. He played 15-40. It's not a bad game. I can't remember if that's still going on. And how many goals did he get? Zero. How many assists did he get? Zero. Um, No hits. No blocks. I'm a huge. I'm a huge. I'm a huge supporter of Cole Caulfield. I I like him a lot. I do. I like him a lot. But no, why you're not picking him up in the playoffs? No. No. I was gonna say no. Why? Why would you do that? Like, if you have the balls to do that, then good for you, (laughs) my friend. But no, I want to pick up these other guys who are still very available. I want to pick up an Elo Tilvan and that's only 23% owned. You know what I mean? That I know is uh, a fantastical player. You know? Cole Caulfield, you don't know what you're going to get. Now, do I think that he is going to be a good NHLer? Absolutely. Do I think that he has a chance to be great? He could be. But no, I'm not picking him up right away. Yeah. In the, That'd in be the crazy. That. <laughs> yeah. I, I did want to get a, a feel for his game. Um, I love the shot volume, obviously, like go four shots a game the rest of the way. That'd be that'd be fucking tight. But we're in the championships. We're in we're in the the semifinals, that kind of thing, man. Like Tolvanen, perfect example. Tried and true. We know his body of work. We know what he's been doing. Uh, Guys like that, I'm more willing to trust this late in the season. You know, if we're in week three, four or five, sure, go have some fun. Pick up Cole Caulfield. Give it a whack. But we're in the fucking semis. We're in the championship. It's no time to be dicking around like that. If he goes hot, sure, take a swing. You know, game one, that wasn't for me. Game two won't be for me. That's me. That's just me. And and we're in like 12-team leagues with like 16 players, and, and our other league is 12 teams with 22-man rosters. And Caulfield's out there, but, you know, by now I've got my roster set for the week. I know what I'm, I know what I'm about, and I can't mess it all up to have, to have some fun with uh, picking up the rookie. Raj, any feelings? About the same. I mean, it's just, it's just, not, it's not the time. It's just not the time. Like that's a early mid-season kind of thing to play with. It's not like semifinals. Maybe this guy's gonna play, and then maybe he's gonna score a bunch of points on a team that doesn't score a bunch of points. Like, I definitely not a risk I would be willing to take. I agree. Like he's a probably a great player, and he already had the four shots. But it's just to me, it's just not the time to even mess around with somebody like that like if he was that dominant he would have been playing all year if you got ads and he's out there sure but like this isn't a guy i'm not you know if it's a close matchup or something like that that's not for me you know I, sorry everybody it's just not too. the time of year for fun with young boys no more fun all right uh colton perieko vince dunn day to day this is bad for bennington and good for justin falk i guess even though uh i think st louis is up on Colorado. Last time I checked, it was four to one. But um, anyway, Colin Blackwell didn't practice today. I think he might be day to day. Jacob Truba still day to day. And in Florida, there's some weird stuff going on with Chris Drieger. So Drieger got confirmed to play. And then Sergei Bobrovsky's in goal now. Um, and it looks like Drieger's day to day. Yeah. Yeah. Day to day with a lower body injury. So. Bobrovsky's probably going to get another start tomorrow. This is coming from David Dwork, uh, the beat writer for. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but uh, he, he's a, he's a Panthers beat writer. This is like WPLG Local 10. I guess that's where he works, but 
anyway, um, Bob's going to be a good one. Knight might get a start this week. When I'm looking at Florida's uh, schedule the rest of the way, you know, you got the Nashville games and then you got the Chicago games. I might swing on Knight. I might swing on Knight. Like it gets gets later in the week. You get a little desperate, need a goalie start. He's going to be available. So keep an ear open for that one. By the way, I wanted to say, man, am I glad that Justin Falk turned out to be Justin Falk. Unlike he was at the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah. That was making me upset. <laughs> I was worried we were going to have to talk about him a lot. That was making me upset. This motherfucker only in the second half of the year, he only has five points. In the last, like, that's, you know, yeah. I think it's expected. like the last, like, 17 games, he only has three points. Yeah, and he's back to a yeah. reason, a, a normal amount of hits and stuff, too. He was like super Saiyan for a while. Yeah. Ridiculous. I'm glad he's back to sucking. So I got I got some hot randos here, guys that are just like you know pretty pretty lowly owned except for Kuznetsov. You know he's he's in the just go check territory kind of, but uh, I want to get your guys' opinion on them, just like real quick whether or not you would take a shot. Uh, Jeremy Swayman, thirty eight percent in Yahoo. He's four two and one in his season so far, but Halak and Rask are good to go. Um, Halak also only fifty one percent playing for one of the best teams in the NHL. What do you guys think? Like, is Swayman somebody, you know, 38% of people are still holding on to him with Rask and with Halak ahead of him. And I'm curious, are you guys thinking that Swayman might get another game or is it time to cut bait? Time to cut bait. But if he is up there, you know, for a scheduled start, which he's not scheduled for one at the, at the, at the time. Um, but if he, if you're checking what goalie is out there to get starts and he gets confirmed, then yeah, I'm definitely down for picking him up if he is going to 100% play. But no, I'm not just going to have him, you know, eat up a roster spot in the middle of the fucking playoffs or the end of the playoffs. Yeah, I like I like him if he's got a green circle basically, you know. Yeah. Get me some confirmation. All right, next up, Nick Benino, center, right wing. He's 11% owned. He's got 11 points in 7 games. Uh he's got a Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back. Is that somebody you guys are thinking about when we get into this micromanaging the midweek? Is Nick Benino, did he hit your lists at all? I got him. I do like Nick Benino. Yeah, I I do like Nick Benino actually. I got him. Uh for those back-to-backs, that that's what you're looking for here. Um he's one of the wild players that we've kind of been talking about throughout the year. I I'm down for Nick Nick Benino and he's been playing very well as of late. That power play is is on fire right now. Best in the league over the last month. And I'm fairly certain he's on the top power play. If I'm not misremembering here, I do think that's the case. But uh, all right, next is Vinny Henestrosa. Yeah, Benino just got confirmation. Line four, power play one. Wow, what a weird spread. That's the wild. All right, Vinny Henestrosa in four games. uh, He's center right wing, 0%. He's got six points in four games. What do you say? Chicago. Their schedule rest of the week. Uh, I know they have Thursday, Saturday against uh, the Florida Panthers. And they got Tampa Tuesday when this episode drops. So it's not the most friendly schedule. What do you think about Hinnestroza? Maybe I think that he's playing on the top game. line right now. And I yeah, like that. That's the thing, too. If he's playing on... I, I want anybody that has, you know, a connection to Patrick Kane. Tampa and then two Floridas. Is, and then Carolina is a pretty st- tough string of games coming up, but... Yeah, he he'd be worth a stream, but they're but they're games, but they're games. Don't get me wrong; it it matters who who people are playing against. But at this point in the time of the year, I'm just looking for games. Yeah, I mean, people that are playing. This I can't when, like, get points quantity. on somebody that's not playing today. 
quantity is acceptable over quality. I'd give him a shot. He also he gets a little bit of hits and stuff too, right? So he's useful at worst. Yeah. All right. So I talked about Evgeny Kuznetsov. He's seventy two percent rostered in ESPN here, but you know, just go check what I don't like about him is that Washington, their schedule is, again, not very friendly. They play on all three heavy nights, Saturday, Thursday, Tuesday. Um, you know, if Kuznetsov's out there, I think even with a heavy night, you can probably get him in at some point. And he's all points. Yeah, go for points. Uh, Tyler Bozak, he has got eight points in his last six. He is 3%. St. Louis has the same as Nick Benito. They have three games in four nights, but one of them is that Saturday game. Uh, but they see the Minnesota Wild. What do you think, Bozak? Now, this one's hard for me to wrap my head around. It's like out of nowhere. And I know that he's been doing very well. And and it's not like he has a bunch of multi-point games. It's it's more that he's been kind of stringing this all along and getting a point a game, which is awesome. So it's not like he has a bunch of zeros and then a couple of multi-pointers. But man, it's hard for me to believe in Tyler Bozak. Am I the only one? Nah, I'm kind of with you, man. Like it's it's it is a bit unbelievable, but it's you know it's happening, which is the weirdest part. I'm in the 97th <laughs> percentile. So let's go for that Wednesday game. Bozak and Benino are both available. Are we all leaning Benino, Raj? What about you? Yeah, and out of those two choices, I definitely choose Benino. Just yeah, I go more the Benino route, just just based on his teammates. Zach, if I had to guess, you probably agree. Yeah, and it's not like Benino's giving you that much more for like hits and blocks or anything like that. It's just that I don't know. There's something about Tyler Tyler Bozak. I, I just don't trust it. Um, he's you know getting more minutes than Tyler Bozak, uh, or I mean uh, Tyler Bozak is getting more minutes. Tyler Bozak is you know, taking more shots on goal, everything like that. But I just don't see it lasting with Tyler Bozak. On top of the fact that, like I said many times before, I just don't trust St. Louis. I feel like there's better pickups out there. Sam Bennett and Anthony Duclair both have 11 points in their last nine. We've we've been through this one. We've been through these weeds plenty of times. We're all big fans, but, uh, you know, as soon as Thursday comes around, these guys can probably you know, slot out. So you get the, the Tuesday and the Thursday games uh, just because this Saturday, 15 games, next Monday, 14, next Saturday, 14 games. It's going to be hard fitting these guys in. Alex, go look. I'm glad that Duke put, put on a, uh, put on a good season. Like, I feel like he's had a pretty decent season. I'm excited for this team next year too. Yeah. Uh, So Alex Goligoski, six points in six games played. We've talked about him a couple times. Last time I checked in on him, he was like 30%. So um, are we still pretty, Pretty big fans of Alex Blockagoski, Alex Goligoski. <laughs> big fan. 34% right now. Alex Time on Isagoski. <laughs> yeah. Cody Cece, 10 points in his last 13 games played. Ew. You know, people trying to take desperate swings on Sundays uh. and, you know, late. Cece's kind of the only guy that be, might be out there. So if you're in a deep enough league, this guy's 11% owned, um, has been on an un, unbelievable hot streak. What do you think? In all, all the stats too, right? All, all the categories, right? He's like, yeah. He's hitting, he's blocking, he's doing everything. He's getting points, which is wild. That's the wildest bit because he's just a peripheral plug most of the time. But, yeah. you know, now he's contributing offensively too. That's kind of crazy. Uh, Josh Norris has jumped up to 20%, but he's got uh, with another goal tonight. Yep. So he's up to 12 points in 10 games played. 
Uh, I don't know if he got any assists or anything like that. I'm actually up against Josh Norris, so you'd think I'd, I would know a little better. No, but he had a, a goal, four shots, and two hits. Like That's a crazy good stat line, especially this early in the week. Um, what do you think? Josh Norris, center only, which is a bit rough, but where's, where's Ottawa's schedule here? They have Vancouver on Wednesday, which would be a good stream, and then Saturday. So for me, this is just a Wednesday stream. Like Drop him in if you have a center spot open. What do you think, Josh Norris? Well, there's no way that you're going to have a center spot open no, on Saturday. Exactly, yeah. No, I think with Josh Norris, I think you should, if you're going to pick him up, you should have listened to me two episodes back. But he's he, he's kind of in that schedule situation now. Like you, you, They're doing great against Vancouver the last few couple of games. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> you can unsubscribe if you don't want the advice. Oh, speaking of which, um, we we recently changed podcast providers. So I'm not sure... If, uh, you know, if you were following us on Spotify or something, if like, you know, randomly you dropped off or something like our feeds not showing up anymore, it did have to like repopulate. So if you were following, just throw another follow and we're still here. So like we didn't go away or anything, but uh, let's move into the midweek breakdown. Zach, last episode, you were talking about breaking down the week early, midweek and late. Right now we're in the midweek. So is there anybody that you especially like from Tuesday until Thursday? Minnesota and St. Louis um, with that sweet back-to-back on, on Wednesday, Thursday. There's only a couple of back-to-backs uh, in the middle of the week. It's them. Uh, Edmonton has a back-to-back against Winnipeg, Calgary. What, Toronto yep, Montreal, uh, with Montreal-Vancouver. And Vancouver with Ottawa and Toronto. Let's start with St. Louis. Okay. Tyler Bozak. <laughs> now let's uh, let's not start with St. Louis. So let's start with no. It's fine. We can start with St. Louis. I'm just not. I'm just not there on Tyler Bozak. It's hard not to be like he's he's doing it, and and that's what we're looking for in these weeks is is players that are doing it, doing it, and doing it, and doing yeah. it well. Well, also he's he is playing on the he is playing on the second line center spot with uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, who has been coming back a little bit. Uh, getting back up there, and Jaden Schwartz. So, I mean, that, that second line is a good place to be. Um, Wish Sammy Blay was up there. You know who's doing it is uh, Mike Just Hoffman's really doing it. He's 61% owned now, but he's uh, he's doing the thing. We I've seen him on the power play a couple times lately, and he is doing exactly what they paid for. Five. Five power play points. So he's got six points. Five of them are on the power play in the last five. Uh, Minnesota, their penalty kill is actually pretty good. They are. Where are they at? No, I'm thinking about their power play. So Minnesota has the 20th best in the last month penalty kill. So there's there's still good opportunity for uh, for Hoffman to keep this going. I don't know. Is there anybody else, Zach? I mean, Tarasenko um, I mean, is 63. You can... Tarasenko has been scoring points lately. Um, there are some like, you know, you could throw like Marco Scandella in there for like a peripheral plug or anything like that. But dude, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still big on Sammy Blake. Yeah, two points in his last five. He's got 17 hits in that span over three a game. And yeah. that, and that's what, and that's really what you're picking him up for. You're picking him up for, you know, all the peripherals, but the fact that he's getting some, some points on top of it are, it, that's awesome. You know, he's at like, you know, in the in this small little span, just the last five games, he's at like four hits a game. 
Yeah, seventeen. Uh, let's let's talk about the flip side, Minnesota. So we already we already talked about um, Nick Benino being somebody worth taking a shot on. Um, Kevin Fiala, seventy two percent owned. What about somebody like Matt Zuccarello, who is just an anomaly this year? Seven points in seven games. He's got twelve shots in that span. Nothing much outside of that for peripherals. Three of his seven points are on the power play. And what I like about this is I was doing a lot of like, you know, team versus team stats here, trying to find out like, you know, who's going to get scored on. Uh, St. Louis has the 13th most goals allowed per game and the 10th worst penalty kill. Minnesota has the third best goals for per game and the best power play over the last month. So for me, that means Minnesota is going to score goals and they'll probably score them on the power play. And that's where you want to load up on these power play one guys. That's Nick Benino, Kevin Fiala, uh, Jared Spurgeon. Even he's coming back a little bit. Uh, people are getting a little impatient with him, but he is definitely four points in his last seven. Nothing on the power play yet, which means to me that he'll get some more. But yeah, like outside of that, like Victor Rask, line one, power play one. He's probably only power play one guy I'm staying away from. <laughs> but uh <laughs> What about you guys? Who do you like on this team? Marcus Felino. Marcus Felino. Bang, daddy super. Everyone named Felino. <laughs> I like the name Felino. Robertsons and Felinos for you. I do like Robertsons and Felinos. Like if I had a team of Robertsons and Felinos, oh my. It wouldn't be bad. You'd be you'd be black and blue after you played them. That's for damn sure because of the Felino oh, boys. Yeah. Dude. Bang. Marcus Felino bangs just like his brother, man. Better. He, he bangs. bangs better. Yeah. In in his last five games alone, he has uh what do we got here? Let's see. Twenty two hits in his last five games. Yep. In uh yeah. in the last fourteen I'm okay days, with that. he's fourth he in the league. He also has four four points in his last five games. Come on. Marcus Felino. I, I think Marcus Felino is my answer here for mm. sure. Uh I love this bangs. I love these bangs. Yeah, he'd be the guy I'd go Bang for Daddy. in in your cats leagues with hits and Benino would probably be my point streamer. Marcus Johansson doing stuff too, but I don't trust him. I don't I like my Marcus better. Yeah. The battle of the Mark eye. All right, Vancouver Raj, your specialty. Who are we talking about here? Vancouver is going up against Ottawa, who is Ottawa, and then Toronto, who is giving up over three goals a game. They have the fifth worst penalty kill, uh, which you know Vancouver has the fourth worst penalty kill over the last month, so a lot of special teams action going to go on here. But Vancouver does have a much better power play percentage because Toronto's at like 8% over the last month. Who are you Didn't exploiting they just here? lose to Ottawa? Who, Vancouver or Toronto? Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, we did lose to Ottawa. Um, really low-scoring games, actually. Ottawa's been playing really well. Um, uncharacteristically good defense from Ottawa, but I, I, I still like... Um, Pearson, as far as guys that you can actually pick up, I mean, since since they've come back, he's got three goals and four, and he gets a lot of shots, hits, blocks. He's just a respectable, decent hockey player. Um, but you know who? <laughs> I'm trying to say this with a straight face. The shots on goal leaders on Vancouver is tied right now. Hamannick and Myers. Yeah. Hamannick is getting <laughs> on that offensive right now. juggernaut of Vancouver with all those young studs. It's Hamannick and Myers uh, leading the way in shots and both have a shit ton of blocks too. 
Yeah, so Hamannick is leading the team in blocks. Myers right behind him. They both lead the team in shots. Uh, well, Tyler Myers is pins. huge. It's easy for him to block. Every, a shot. Everything like, hits he him. Just has to step if he on lays the on ice. the ice. Everything hits him. He's massive. He has a massive mountain. Of but I mean, I would maybe think of Myers if you need perifs uh, on D, and then Pearson. Um, I was high hopes for Hoglander, but um, he's kind of hasn't looked good the last couple of games. So that, that, that's about it for me, actually. Raj, who the hell is Josh Tavis? Who? Am I saying who, that what? right? Josh Tavis? Is it somebody that's playing today? He, he plays. He plays on your team. Oof. He has. He has one game played, for which he got one block and four hits, and over thirteen minutes time on ice. I don't even know who you're talking about. Spell it. Four hits. T e v e s. Right. I don't know. Yeah, Josh T e v e s. When did he play? That is. That is not uh, a name I know. I don't know. He's on here. Oh, I'm just wondering. I thought you would know. 2019 he played. <laughs> it was back in 2018-19. He played one year. Right, read <laughs> what that year are you why the hell is he why the hell is he on uh why the hell is he on DFO? He's on DFO on the second line. Jeez. The hell are they doing? Did they do something? I got VC Miller and Besser on my second line here. For, for DFO? Line. Josh Tevis, there I... he is. Yeah, they probably, I don't know. It's supposed to be Jimmy VC. I wonder if it was just a glitch. I'd rather it be this guy. Yeah. Yeah, no. Not a big fan of uh, Mr. VC. So, Hamannick getting added all over the place. I think in Toronto, they've got Montreal and Vancouver. Is there anybody worth picking up in Toronto right now? Ilya Mishiev has made a return. Uh, is he somebody you guys are looking at? Always. Yeah, Maybe. Could be. I think Felino. Like, Felino's got to be the answer here, right? I'm like fucking Snape over here. I definitely. Uh, Felino's been doing all right so far. Uh, I like him. Zach, where are you at with Alex Galchenyuk? Did you drop him yet? Uh, well, I had a horrible week last week. Uh, so I just said, fuck it. And I think he's still on my team. But that's because I, I didn't rage drop all of my people. But like I had no shot and I was pretty upset about all that. But I'm not totally like I'm not totally done with Galchenyuk. I, I don't I don't I think that he could, you know, play a role. He has had four games with no points. He's been a minus player. Uh, where in he's, five you know, straight. at around two shots a game. But I like his exposure to good players. That's where I'm at with that. Like he's still playing on the second line with Tavares and Nylander. Yeah. So I like that. There's a shot. I just like Nick Felino. Oh, better. me too. Me too. I'm glad you said that. Well, yeah. I do. Uh, Felino, 34%. Galchenyuk at eight. So, you know, if, if they're available, Galchenyuk also gets power play two time where Felino gets none. But uh, in two games, he's got two assists. He's got five hits. He's got three shots. He's doing Felino things. He's getting Felino minutes. But he's playing with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner at even strength. So that's that's. Yeah, I like great. that better than Tavares and Nylander. What about somebody like Thornton? Uh, he's got two points in his last seven. He's on line four. He's on power play two. But I'm seeing like all these infographics on Instagram, on on Twitter, that like Joe Thornton is entering playoff mode, and he's like going super saiyan. He's got 18 hits in his last seven games. So something has gotten into Thornton. Maybe it's playing with Wayne Simmons. Actually, no. They're not even playing on the same line. 
But uh, yeah, Spezza. Playing with Adam Brooks. Spezza, Thornton, and Adam Brooks <laughs> on line four. Brutal. No. Yeah, me neither. No, okay. I'm, uh, I was hit on Joe Thornton when he was playing with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. They don't even have now, the best. Nick Foligno is playing with Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner, so I like Nick Foligno. I was super in on Joe Thornton um, seven years ago. He was really good. He was really good. Jumbo Joe. So we got Edmonton up last. They're playing Winnipeg, who has their fair share of uh, defensive woes right now in Calgary who has their fair share of defensive woes right now. So it could be a good time to get some offense in Edmonton. But the problem is the only player that's available, Yassi Pouillarvi. Uh, is there anything else you guys are finding outside of Pouillarvi here worth checking out? Yes, he is available. He's good. He's got an assist tonight. Outside of him, though, I mean, <laughs> old, old man Archibald, 17 hits in the last three games. Yep, that's what he does. Roger, I have a question. Did you have that pun written down in your notes just now? <laughs> that was straight, straight improv. Yes, he is available. Straight improv. Oh wow, that that went good. Right over my good. Head. I'm glad that it wasn't written down in your notes. I'm glad you weren't just sitting over there like fucking Schmeagel, just rubbing your hands together, waiting <laughs> oh, until we started talking about say it. I'm working on it all week. Working on it all week, all year, waiting for him to have a good week. My God. <laughs> no, but he's he's the only real one, really. Um, Archibald for hits. Adam Larson actually is down to 24% owned and he is a peripheral stud. So most of the time he's got, you know, 12 hits in his last three games. So that's, that's saying something five blocks to go with it. Three shots. Yeah. Larson's going to help you out in the perifs. Uh, but Connor McDavid, are go you check interested it out. In Don, are you interested in Cahoon? If he's playing alongside McDavid? Uh, no, no, I know he got a point tonight, but it's just, he did get a point That's tonight. What one of his like eight points on the year? It's like that Michael Kempney of this year. Don't buy it. I wish he was back on Chicago. <laughs> Connor McDavid on power play one and power play two. Dry all same deal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but they do have Ryan Nugent Hopkins back with uh with Leon Drysidel. So hopefully good things for Nuge going forward. Two games on Tuesday and Thursday. There are a ton of teams that are playing on Tuesday and Thursday. That's Boston. Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Dallas, New York Rangers, the New York Islanders, Detroit, Chicago, Washington, Tampa, Florida, Carolina, New Jersey. So we're not going to go through every team because that's going to take us four fucking ever. But if there's three players that you could pick from one of these teams, who would it be? Exactly. Three players from all of those teams. Each no. team. So like take all those teams. Just give me three players from all those teams. Oh, I, I want Raj to go first. <laughs> All right, Raj, it's your turn. <laughs> Zach, you wait your turn. <laughs> Edit. Um, I, <laughs> in terms of like guys that you can get, um, I do like Pittsburgh as a team. I think there's a, quite a few guys there. Uh, I like Carter. Um, the shot volume is great. And I mean, sticking with Pittsburgh, I still, I mean, we mentioned Cece, as funny as that sounds. He could be a legitimate stream. And McCann is still below 50%. Um, love that option as well. Um, Ever. So, I mean, there's there's three guys right there. And I mean, even Zucker. I, I Zach mentioned Zucker as being an option on Pittsburgh last week. All right. How many guys did you just name? I thought we were supposed to, you were supposed to name three guys. Three guys from all these teams. What the fuck Four is going guys on from here? Pittsburgh right there. I'll, I'll take Dennis Gurionov from Dallas. I'll take uh, Sam Reinhart from Buffalo. And I'll take... 
Sam Bennett from Florida. Beautiful, beautiful things. Done. What about you guys? I suppose I should mix in a defenseman, but fuck it. Okay. All right. I will take the better of the two Robertsons from Dallas. Okay. Well, he's still I will pretty. Take Nino he's still pretty old. You gotta go from Carolina. Deeper. That is a little. That is a little bit deeper. And I will take. Hmm. Who do I want as my last one here? Don't want between between two guys here. Kirby Doc. Ugh. All right. I like Kirby Doc. What about Hinnestroza? I feel like I feel like he's gonna have a good week. All right. All right. Uh, I should have brought up a defenseman at some point, but uh, because we already talked about Hinnestroza, that's why. I will. Uh, I'm just gonna do a PSA here. I don't want to. I don't want to double up. Mackenzie Weger getting power play time on paper now. Not just accidental. Oh, that's for, I forgot to talk about that. Yeah. Mackenzie Weger doing shit on the power play. He's got a power play point in his last five games. Um, yeah. I'm changing mine to Weeks. For well, the last he's 69%. Month. I just, it was a PSA. But go check if you can. I want Mackenzie Weger to be all three of my okay, players. So I decided, I decided last night to drop Darcy Kemper. And now San Jose is just trampling all over Darcy Kemper. And I was like, dude, I trust anybody against San Jose. I trust anybody against Anaheim. And I, I think I have Kemper in one league, but damn. San Jose's been, you know, randomly scoring like four goals a game lately. Tonight's one of those nights. Wow. Anyway, uh, Rod, your turn. Just one of those days. I don't want to wake up. Everybody sucks and everything's fucked. <laughs> Every day. All right, Rod. Go ahead, Rod. Roger. Guys. Who are your Who are your fourteen players that you need to name out of these couple so of teams? Everybody on Pittsburgh. The entire Pittsburgh roster. Easy. All right, all three are going to be from Pittsburgh. Sure. Well, I mean, you had Garyanov. Uh-huh. He was the other one on my list. I like him um, for those for those dates. But yeah, I do. I Come like uh, I, I like the way Pittsburgh looks right now, and they've got guys that you can actually pick up. That we uh... you can pretty much you can pick up like that whole second line. Yeah, and I still like Jeff Carter. I, I don't I don't yeah. hate Jeff Carter. Like Jeff Carter, too. Send it. Well, I don't know about that, but I, you know, I like him for a stream. So is there anybody looking worth looking at rest my, of the week? Don't want him to meet my wife. Who, Latang? Jeff oh. Carter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Latang. Latang's a good-looking dude. Um, all right. So that's going to be it for this micro-managing episode. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday, and we're going to deep dive the weekend. So this was your Tuesday through Thursday deep dive. We'll catch you guys Thursday. You guys can find us on Twitter at FHF Hockey. You guys can hop into Discord. And until then, we love you. Love you. Love you.